This is Boyfriend Talk with Carlos and Jose. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. We hope that you are doing well. Hey Jose, how are you today? Hey guys, I'm doing great. How are you doing this weekend? Doing well. Excited to be back recording. Um, I just kind of want to like give an apology out to our loyal listeners that have been asking about our drop schedule. Lately, we've been dropping every other week. Um, hopefully, we'll be going back to dropping every week um, coming soon, probably starting um, next weekend. Next weekend or January because it's been hectic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's It's been very hectic. It's been you know, very busy with school, very busy with personal life, and also very busy with having to record a podcast. So, you know, you can only imagine how, you know, crazy that is. Yeah. So if you don't know, we're like, you know, we work full time, we go to school full time, and then we're just doing this on the side. So it's definitely a lot, you know, a very hectic schedule to keep on top of. So yeah. Well, maybe one day when we become famous, um, you know, maybe we can record full time and be able to drop constantly. But until then, um, I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, let's get um, straight into the show with our trends of the week. Jose, what are your trends of the week this week? My trends of the week. I mean, I'm excited. Like we're finally, you know, um, November, like mid-November holidays are here. Thanksgiving's coming out soon. Christmas is coming up soon. Um, but my most trend of the week, I think, is just Adele. You know, Adele will be releasing her uh, One Night with Adele or whatever it's called um, this weekend, as well as her new music is coming out next week. And I'm super excited to hear, you know, her album. I'm I'm really excited to hear her new work. It's been years since, you know, her last album. So I'm super excited for that. That's my trend of the week. So just to clarify, does the album drop next week? Or is it dropping today? I thought it was dropping this week. It's dropping at the end of this week. So today, when this episode comes out, right? Um, well, today's the fourteenth. So she's doing like a little preview concert, um, from California, the Observatory, which will be super. I mean, it's gonna be nice because outdoors and it's cute. Um, I think that'll be nice. And she's just doing previewing four songs, and she's doing like. Uh, like older songs like you know rolling in the dip hello you know like skyfall and then she's gonna sing four of her new songs live but her album doesn't come out till friday the 19th okay yeah so that's gonna be very exciting i'm I'm definitely looking forward to um her show that comes out on cbs tonight and then her her new album and hopefully we can talk about um the the show and what our thoughts were on our next podcast. Cause that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm super excited. Cause I mean, it's no, I mean the live audience is just celebrities and she's also going to be talking to Oprah, you know, doing an interview with that. So I'm super excited to, you know, hear, you know, um, about, you know, what she's been up to the last couple of years. Cause she's pretty hidden. Like she doesn't, she's not a very public person, you know, to be a celebrity. She's very private. So I'm excited to, hear the interview i'm excited to listen to her you know her show live and i mean i think it's gonna be great you know i agree i think it's gonna be really good i'm really really excited to 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 be able to watch that so definitely stay tuned um we'll definitely post some stuff on our instagram um on that experience whatever we do um while we watch that i'll be watching tonight most definitely i think we both will but i'll have my um 
my cup of wine ready to listen to Adele with uh, One Night with Adele. <laughs> and maybe we could even do a maybe an Instagram live. I think that would be pretty fun. So um, if you're watching this, if you're actually listening to this before, um, before the Adele concert, definitely keep an eye out for that. And I hope Taylor Swift doesn't release any additional new music because she is trying to take the t- the um, title from Adele now this week. Okay, so she needs to take her step back. She she already released like five albums last year. Can she just take a break this week for Adele? Yeah, well, I think the the thing is um, Taylor Swift was on SNL um, this weekend, and I think she's just redoing her whole all of her albums just because of. I don't know, some licensing issues my, was what I'm thinking. So all of her songs are re-releasing. And I think that she had, um, well, I don't think, I know for sure that she had a short film that came out on YouTube. And that was also playing along with the 10-minute song that she wrote last night on um, Saturday Night Live. So that's pretty interesting. And I think she is dropping something tomorrow, um, a new a new video. So I think it'll be interesting I do think she might be taking the limelight, but I mean, I don't think there's going to be any limelight to take. I will not be giving Taylor Swift any air praise, uh, so she will not be on my playlist this week. Because uh, you know, I think she's—I mean, she's already she already broke records on Friday by being the most streamed female um, with her red, the her re-release of Red on Spotify. She broke a record on Spotify. You know, Adele had broken that when she did. Um, what's the name of that new song easy on me easy on me and then she now she'll release you know red a re-release album because of um you know she wants she's she now has full ownership of her own music so that's why she's re-releasing everything so yeah interesting but anyway moving right along because i'm not a big taylor swift fan i mean you could have fooled me she, she i mean i like some of her music but i'm not like crazy I'm not crazy about her. I'm not a, I'm not a crazy fan. You know what I mean? I know last previous weeks we were, when Adele was my trend of the week, I was acting crazy, but I was acting crazy because Adele hadn't released music in a long time versus Taylor Swift. I feel she's constantly releasing music. So, you know, it's, it's different when an artist is constantly releasing music about the same shit, which I feel like Taylor Swift is just doing same shit over and over and over versus you know Adele dropping an album every five years you know it might be the same thing but it's it takes you know it's five years apart so I mean but I mean that is correct I mean correct me if I'm wrong but Taylor Swift did did release three albums last year during the pandemic like well you know we were um on shutdown and not a lot of things were going on she released like three different albums and you know I think it's exciting to hear about you know from Adele because you don't listen to her music every you know, it's five years like that you hear new music. She doesn't release like just a single here and there. She releases a full album every every, every five years, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm kind of over Taylor Swift. I'm just to the point that I really don't like her. So, I mean, I do like like I said. I mean, I don't want to sound like I don't like her because I do listen to her music, but I I don't know. I'm not like crazy about her. So we could just move right on. <laughs> question if you had one night it will one night only right and you had one ticket adele or taylor swift whose concert are you gonna go see adele probably yeah right i'm not gonna see i'm not really gonna go see taylor swift so like i said i i don't know i feel like she's i feel that taylor swift is a teenager stuck in a 30 year old's body and she's still like crying over issues and 
that we cried about when we were like 15. So I think it's just time to move well, that, on. That is why she, you know, that's why she, you know, is very popular in that genre. And she doesn't pull away from that. I wish she would have, I, 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 I do like Taylor Swift's music. My favorite album from her is Reputation. And I wish she would do more music like that versus like everything about her exes and, you know, things, you know, in her life. Right. I agree. Let, let me move along from Taylor Swift because I'm tired of talking about her um, until my trends of the week. Um, you know, my, I, ha- I have, well, I have one trend of the week, but it's like two trends of the week. My trends of the week this week is, um, you know, TLC's my 600 pound life came back this week along with, um, thousand pound sisters. That's also coming back this week. If you're not watching those shows on TLC, please get on that. Um, you know, I, I really connect to these shows. I know it's kind of funny. Um, you know, they deal with people, overweight people. And, you know, for me, having a lot of um, body imaging issues and just always feeling fat all the time for no reason. I, you know, I may even have body dysmorphia. You do. Um, you know, I really, really just connect to these shows because I feel the struggle that these people are going through. And, you know, I... I, I really really connect with them. I don't I don't know what you think about um about that. I mean I think nowadays everybody suffers from a little bit of body dysmorphia. I think you know I think social media is a big part of that. You know a big factor in in people feeling a little bit of body dysmorphia because you know they want us to look a certain way and be a certain way. I mean but these people on TLC they're on an extreme level. You know we are we're both nowhere near, you know, 600 pounds or 700 pounds, like some of these people that are on the show. And, you know, I feel like these people, if, if something's getting bad, then you should just work on it to move forward and get better. But these people just wait until they get to the extreme to then seek out help. And then they can't, you know, um, get to their goals. They want to get to, they're also very, you know, they have a lot of attitude, very negative, very, they don't allow, you know, for change and, you know, to, to allow to the opportunities to have surgery and all the, all those other things. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, our, our topic today is workplace depression, which I'm really, really excited to get to talk about. And I feel like this all just kind of fits into that, um, into that, you know what I mean? Mental health is just a big big factor for, you know, these people, they're suffering from depression. They're self, they're suffering from, you know, a lot of different mental health issues because you don't get to 700 pounds, 800 pounds, not having some sort of mental illness. Um, you know, I think that it's, it's very, um, easy to overeat. And I feel like, you know, um, in my case, I, I really have a bad habit of overeating for no reason. And it's just, I'm I'm not hungry. I just want to eat because I'm either bored or I'm just not really, you know, I, I don't know. Like I, I just have crazy habits and it they're hard for me to break. And, you know, like I love sugar. I'm addicted to sugar. And so I think that these shows like really, really go deep into, you know, your psychosis and they really just make you think about, you know, factors. I, I pray that I never am 600 pounds. But, you know, you just have to see, like, there's just a lot of underlining mental health issues with these people. And it's it's very, um, 
good to see when they go to the psychologist and they talk it out and they talk about why they're overeating. And, you know, sometimes we just repress a lot of stuff and, and it just forms into like us just overeating and wanting to eat and wanting to do a lot of other stuff. No, I agree with that. I think, you know, I would be lying if I would say myself like that I don't overeat. I think I'm a very stress eater. So sometimes when I'm, especially when I'm home alone or, you know, whatever the case may be, I am an overthinker. I stress a lot. I, and I eat my feelings, I guess you, you would say. So is there, you know, it is a lot of mental, there's a lot of mental issues that run into the, into the same lines with like overeating and being obese and being, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of factors that are, that affect it and, and mental health is definitely a big factor in, in that. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, but you know, I, I kind of want to, this all is all just making me really want to jump into our topic today, which is, um, depression at work, stress at work. And, you know, about, I want to say about two weeks ago, maybe, um, maybe less. I was, I mean, and still to this day, you know, I, I just want to kind of give everyone a back, uh, you know, our listeners a background. So as everyone knows from previous podcasts, I moved to Orlando. Um, and whenever I moved to Orlando for school, I felt like this was going to be something great, which it is. But I also was like, man, I have so many dreams. I want to get a new job. I want to get a new, you know, I'm starting everything fresh. So this is the, the perfect time for me to start a new job. And that's exactly what I did. I started this new job. And I honestly have just been feeling like shit ever since I started it because I I don't know. I I don't feel like myself. I feel horrible. Um, You know, I hate going to work. I hate waking up to go to work. I hate having to get ready. I hate the drive to work. I hate every aspect about going to work. And it just really got me thinking, am I suffering from some sort of depression or some sort of mental health issue? And, you know, of course, it's very easy to go into Google and to like, you know, WebMD your symptoms. And I'm not going to lie. That's what I kind of did. And, you know, I learned that there is a lot of people suffering from workplace oppression, a disease that I didn't even know um, existed. Right. And I feel, I mean, a lot of people do suffer from workplace depression. That's the name of it. Yeah. Um, You know, I and I I can tell that, you know, from but uh, there's there's things that you have to think about. Is it the actual work? You know, is it is it the work that I'm being assigned? Is it the work that I'm doing? No. Can I? It's the people that are around me that are that are affecting my um, mental health. You know, it just depends. on. There's a lot of factors. I I mean, I know, you know, I'm going to my friend Diana, who moves from Orlando to Atlanta, and she's right now working, you know, she's an administrative assistant and, or I don't know her title. I think that's what, that's what it is, but she suffers. I mean, I, she definitely agrees with the, um, where I depression, but also her boss is an asshole. I mean, her boss would like yell at her for like stupid things. And she's like, you know, texting me about it. So, I mean, it, I mean, it is a real thing that a lot of people go through. You can choose to ignore it or not. And then it just depends on, um, on the people. Sometimes you know, the people that you work with make it better. Sometimes they make it worse. I had previous jobs, you know, working at a call center and taking calls where, you know, the work itself was like hell and I hated it. 
but the people that I work with, they made it fun. So it kind of like takes your mind away from the actual work. So it, it just depends. It, it could be one of the other. It could be the people you work with or it could be the actual work, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think that um, that for me, in my case, you know, when I kind of self-diagnose, because I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm, I've been to a doctor, but, um, you know, for me, when I'm like doing all these searches and, and searching what I think is wrong with me, um, you know, it, it definitely is the workload. And then it's also, like you said, it's also the people that I work with because, Listen, I'm going to be straight up. I have never been in a city that is so fast paced. I mean, I for me, it's fast paced. Orlando, for me, is very fast paced. I don't know what our listeners think. You know, I also feel like these people here in Orlando are just 10 times ruder than, than where I come from. You know, I, I don't know. It, it's just something about this area, you know, I, and I really want to like this area because this was my dream, you know, um, for, for people that know me or for those that you didn't know, that didn't know, you know, my dream was to go to a state university, which I'm at UCF, you know, I've, I've reached all my goals, you know, it was to move out of the city where I was from to move to Orlando. I reached that goal. But now that I'm here, I'm just like, oh shit, maybe this is not exactly what I wanted. And, you know, I always think about this, um, pussycat doll song that says, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. And, Every time that I, you know, I have these goals and once I reach these goals, I'm just like, okay, this is not exactly what I wanted. Like, this is not what I pictured in my head because, you know, for me, and I'm sure for many of our listeners and and for you, Jose, I feel that, you know, we create scenarios in our mind and we think that, you know, okay, this is my goal and this, and it's going to be so perfect. It's going to be pink, you know, everything's going to be perfect. And when you're actually in that situation, you're just like, okay, this is not what I, this is not what I pictured it would be, you know? And I think that that is what happened to me. You know, I left my job thinking, you know, I hate this job because I'm so overworked and I was, I was just, that was my mentality. I'm so overworked. I hate this job. I'm underpaid. And now that I'm at a place where I'm not as much overworked, I'm very overpaid this time, but the people are horrible. The job is horrible. It's just like, okay, maybe I I was better off where I was at before. And I don't know, I guess my, my work press, my workplace depression and stress is just coming from a place of maybe wanting to go back to my old job or, you know, wanting to go back to my old coworkers and, you know, I, I've thought about it many times and I want to go back, but at the same time, I know that I'm a fighter and I know I'm going to get through this, but this shit is real. Workplace depression is real. People hate their fucking jobs. Listen, it, this is a perfect time. Thank you, COVID, because this is a perfect time to, this is an employee's market. You know what I mean? You can go out and find a job that's not stressful. You can go out and find a job that's going to value you. Um, am I saying that my job doesn't value me? No, it, they do value me, but I feel that they have crazy expectations just like every other job. You know, I agree. And I think, uh, you know, how people always say the grass is not always greener on the other side. You know, I think we both recently changed jobs from one job to another. Uh, my previous job was, you know, like I said, at a call center. And then, I, you know, I was tired of that. It was really exhausting and very 
a lot of overtime, overworked, underpay, you know, et cetera. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a new job. I got the new job. And I was like, you know, like super excited because it's going to be something else. And this job could not be more boring than it is because it's very tedious, kind of boring work that I do now, um, which is not exciting at all. But, you know, I do, and I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not like you. I don't go to the office. I don't work. I work from home. So, you know, I don't interact with people. And I, but I, for me, it's just the work itself. You know, I think the work is just boring. But, you know, I, I've been living in Orlando my entire life. I can definitely understand where you're coming from in regards to, you know, people being different than different cities. So, um, you know, if you think, I don't know. I mean, I'm just used to the people around here. You have to be very cautious who you connect with and not connect with. And, you know, um, but it makes me wonder if, if uh, you'll make it in a bigger city. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think uh, of Orlando as in a big city. I think it's probably because I grew up here. But, you know, would you survive in, in New York? In New York, it's 10 times worse than Orlando. If you think about, if you think about it that way, you know, it's like, you know, you have to take into perspective different things, you know? Are, are you, would you, would you say you like jumped the ship early from your previous job to this job? First of all, I want to address um, New York. I know I would definitely not survive in New York because I can't afford living in New York, but that, that's something different. But, um, you know, I, I do feel that maybe I did jump the gun a little bit whenever I decided to switch jobs. But I also feel that if I hadn't switched jobs, I would be very unhappy. So, you know, I do know that the grass isn't always greener on the other side, but I feel that's something that I had to do. Do I regret it at times? But also, I wouldn't be making the amount of money that I'm making now um, if I would have still been there. I would have probably still been overworked um, versus now I'm really not overworked. I think the problem for me was, and, and I'll tell you my problem and then I'll tell you the solution, you know, my problem was that people there where I work at currently, they want to treat you like your shit and they want to talk down to you. And, you know, I'll tell you that I am the only brown person in that office. But, you know, once I started raising my voice at these people and started talking with a tone, once I told off the lady, you know, that was talking down to me, she has been nice to me ever since. <clears throat> I'm not suggesting that you guys go out there and, you know, um, be a bitch to your coworkers, but I feel that sometimes you do have to stand up for yourself. And I think that was a problem that these people, you know, um, where I work at anyway, or maybe where you work at, if you're listening and you're having the same issues, you know, they, um, they want to treat you like shit because you're new and they want to make sure that you, you know, they want... These people are threatened most of the times because when someone comes in with experience, they feel threatened and they want to pressure you and they want to make you feel like shit. And then, you know, once you speak out and once you, you know, start being a bitch just like they are to you, I promise you things are going to turn around. That's what happened to me. You know, this lady, she she was just being a bitch to me and they, you know. Two people caught her out on it, and it wasn't until I stood up and stood my ground and started talking back to her and gave her a nasty attitude, hung up the phone on her. That's when she came to me, and she was like, oh, what did I do to you? What did I – and, you know, like sometimes you have to treat people – and I'll, I'll say it, you know, treat people the way they treat you, and that's when they realize, oh, shit, okay, 
that's when they realize I'm wrong or, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't treat them that way, you know? And now things are going kind of positive to me. Do I kind of still, uh, you know, suffer from workplace depression? I do. I think so. Especially because whenever I'm going to work, I have like super anxiety. You know what I mean? I hate like just to drive to work. Like once I'm getting close to work, like my stomach starts to hurt. Um, so those are things that are not normal. Those are things that you should not feel when you're going to work. And, you know, I hope and I pray that things will get better for me. But at the same time, I always ask myself, is this something that I can control? And, you know, or is this something that I cannot control? Is this something, is this me or is this the office? You know, what, what should I do? You know what I mean? Um, and and I want to ask the listeners, you know, people listening, what what should I do? You know what I mean? Do you guys have any tips? What are your thoughts about this conversation? Um, you know, come at us, DM us on Instagram, um, and let let me know. You know what I mean? Come to me personally and and let me know. Hey, you know, these are things that you, this is these are things these are steps that you should take. This is what you should do. No, I agree. I think people. <clears throat> should you know if you have any advice let us know i think um you know head us up on instagram or twitter uh boyfriend talk 90 that's our handle um and let us know what you think of this episode and um in regards to you know workplace depression um so yeah all right let's take a quick commercial break um i have more you know more to talk about on this topic so i don't want to end the show just yet um, cause there's some statistics that I want to pull out. Um, you know, there's some quotes that I, that I want to give the listeners and, um, you know, we'll go from there. We'll be back. All right, we're back. Um, and you know, there, I, I definitely wanted to continue with this topic, um, and not cut this episode short because I'm very passionate about this. Um, especially because I feel like this is something that's happening to me now and I'm sure it's happening to a lot of people because, you know, I know a lot of people that worked from home during COVID and then all of a sudden had to start coming back into the office. And, and you know, I was reading that that built a, a lot of anxiety for them. They went through a lot of stress. Um, they went through a lot of work depression. And, you know, um, I, I just want to kind of read some statistics here um, and, and give you some statistics. We did some polls this week. On our Instagram, um, if you're listening and haven't voted, please go vote whenever we put a poll on, you know, make your voice count. Um, 100% of our Instagram voters um, voted that they were very stressed at work. What do you think about that? I mean, it's very accurate. I think nowadays people are stressed at work and, you know, supposedly this uh, work shortage or employee shortage. So people are um, are very stressed at work. I think, you know. In, in regards to you said about working from home during the pandemic, I mean, for myself, I've been working from home prior to the pandemic. I've been working from home for more than five years now, going probably on six years working from home. And I'm like ready to go back into an office. Like, I, I, like my dream is like to go to downtown, like downtown Orlando, one of those buildings and get a job in one of those offices and drive to downtown and like work in a building like, you know, because um, I'm not in New York. So that's the only like buildings that we have here. 
Um, so I think like for me, it's a little bit different, but I know people that, you know, during the pandemic, they transitioned from working in the office to working from home. Like, you know, like I said, my friend Diana, and she's having to go back into the workplace, going back to the office. And I know how stressful it was for her, like through the entire, you, you know, process of like, you know, starting with just a few days a week to just working on the, in the office full time. Um, I mean, it, it goes both ways. I think there's the pandemic factor there's you know we're working at home i mean for me i worked at home prior to the pandemic then i was you know stuck at home even more um during the pandemic and now i'm trying to go into a job that will like i miss the office life for some reason like i think it's just strange strange of me and probably people who work at home now are just so accustomed to it that they're like oh i can't believe you want to go back to an office but for me i've been at home for like six years working from home that i'm just like i'm ready to put myself back out there into the work 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 scene i guess you could say so yeah honestly i think it's a different situation with you um you know i think that if i was in your shoes i would be ready to go back into the office as well but whenever you're in an office setting and um you see how cutthroat the business is actually i'm pretty sure you're gonna kind of want to come back home because i 10 times out of i don't know a hundred percent of the time I want to be at home. I would prefer to work at home. I love interacting with people. You know, as you know, I'm a very, very people person. You know, I can start a conversation with any stranger at a grocery store. You know, that's just the way that I am, but it's different when it comes to the office. You know what I mean? I feel like people at the office, they have their own agenda. They want to succeed. Some of them, you know, they want to step on the little dog. So I understand, you know, and I understand that you want human interaction, but I feel like human interaction in the workplace is is horrible, to be honest. I mean, I mean, at, at least in my in my office now. I mean, in my offices before, I really enjoyed like I wasn't working half the time because I was like interacting with people. But I feel that, you know, in my previous offices, there were people my age um, and, and there were people that wanted to like, you know, it wasn't about work all the time. But right, I mean, but right now, also in your office, you're you said you're the only brown person, you're also the younger person in the office, so it, it also has, a, I mean, there's a lot of factors to that that you have to like take into consideration, I think, into that you know, mental stress or um, whatever. Because you, I don't know how older this people at your office are, but they're used to a certain way because they are older, they're they come from a different set of mind in the workplace versus us that we're younger you know and they're and i and i see both both things but these people older the older generation baby boomers you know they're they're um they don't consider change or they don't like change or it's very hard for them to process change so sometimes when you have younger people that are smarter tech savvy you know all those things they are they do feel threatened by that because you know they're these people we are we're the ones that are going to be taking their jobs you know i'm very excited that a lot of you know um companies are you know expanding more and you know um uh doing more inclusion and hopefully when you know gen z you know gets to um you know gets to be in the workplace i feel like they'll make more changes even than we have as millennials to the workplace company, you know, in the uh, environment. That's my opinion on that. I agree. Um, but I do feel that, you know, if you're an older person, I do feel like you need to get your life together and, you know, stop being rude and, you know, 
maybe accept change because change is coming. That's that's all about change. You know, life is all about change. Um, I feel that you know, a, you can't teach a dog new an old dog new tricks. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. I'm there to stay, most likely, unless I get another job. Um, but I think that I'm just gonna keep working on myself and you know try and. I don't know, try to try and avoid situations like this and try to not stress myself out over people that are not really worth it. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to stay in this job forever. So why am I going to stress? Why am I going to, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think you're overthinking it. And I think like, this is the one time that you're beating me into overthinker. Cause usually I'm the overthinker. And I think you should just focus on your job and just, Everything else is just kind of like background noise, you know. I think like they're gonna do their, you know, their stuff because that's how they are. But you just have to keep moving forward. As long as you do a good job and you know you're doing a good job, I think whatever they say, whatever the their work ethics, you know, is shouldn't matter. That's just my opinion on that. I agree. I agree, and I appreciate it. You know, and I definitely try to, you know, try and. Um, kind of just let everything, you know, water off a duck's back. You know what I mean? Um, just let everything flow and whatever, if they talk shit about me, but it's, it's just kind of hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard because especially when you, um, when this is like some type of mental health, you know what I mean? Like I said, and I feel like our generation suffers more from mental health just because like you, you pointed out earlier, social media and all that stuff. But workplace and its environments also play a big part. And I kind of want to um, share this quote with, you know, all of our listeners. This is a quote from Dr. Rashi Palmer, a psychiatrist at Community Psychiatrist. And he says, any workplace or job can be a potential cause or a contribution uh, or current, oh, excuse me, or a contributing factor for depression, depending on the level of stress and available support at the workplace. So, you know, what, what I'm thinking, what I'm taking this as is, you know, if there's available, if your admin is available, you know what I mean? Or if they actually support you, I feel that that kind of releases the stress. And I have a really good admin at my office, which seems to be very, um, she, she seems to be very, um, caring and that's, what's kind of pushing me through, you know what I mean? And kind of keep me going. Um, because she knows how these people are. And another thing is that I, the turnover there is so high that, you know, to be a 10 office employee and you're, um, to be a 10 employee office, excuse me, and having a turnover of like three or four or five people a year, that's horrible. You know what I mean? That speaks volumes of the kind of office you're running of the kind of people that you, you know, um, have employed for you, um, I mean, that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I think a lot of, um, I think a, a lot of companies do need to change in regards to the workplace and stress factors and things like that um, to keep employees. I think nowadays, I mean, you know, the pandemic, if, you know, it came a lot of positive things and a lot of people opening their own business, a lot of people don't want to go back to the workplace or don't want to work, go back to the work uh, force because you know they're making more money that you know being out of an office or like a nine to five job versus them being at home doing their own you know on business or you know whatever it may be there's a lot of factors i think that 
you know, moving forward, I think that companies do need to rethink the benefits that they are providing to their employees. They're, you know, not just, you know, benefits in regards to like health insurance, mental, you know, provide different things, but also different factors. I think a lot of, a lot of companies need to, to look into that in regards to, you know, there's a lot of jobs out there, but a, a lot of jobs are still open because not, not a lot of people are going out for them. And it, I think it has to do a lot with the benefits that these people, you know, are, are offering, you know? Yeah. At this point, I think I'm about to start an OnlyFans. So if you guys want me to start an OnlyFans, hit me up. Hey. <laughs> no, that would be a no. We're not going to be accountants um, uh, in OnlyFans. Uh, you know, unless <laughs> unless the money's good. Uh, yeah, that would be the only reason we would do an OnlyFans. I'm sure the money's going to be good with me, especially when I get my body right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. Um... Yeah, I'm sorry. I always have to, you know, I know this is a serious topic, but I also always have to insert jokes because that's the type of person I am. I like to lighten the mood. But anyway, you know, I, I kind of want to bring um, to the attention of what depression looks like, you know, um, especially if you, you have maybe coworkers that are, that you feel are distant or going through some things, you know what I mean? Um, some... Some things that might look odd to you might be um, change in appearance. You know what I mean? That definitely is a big, um, big sign of people suffering from depression, whether it be workplace or whether it be some some sort of other depression. Withdraw from your work team. Um, indifference. That happens to me a lot. A lot of times I don't really give a fuck about what's going on at work. Um, putting things off. Missing deadlines. Um, procrastination, late to work, afternoon fatigue, um, unsure of abilities, lack of confidence, low motivation, inappropriate reactions, pretty much everything that I've suffered <laughs> since I've been at um, the job that I'm at. I think I, I suffer from everything on that list. So <laughs> um, I might need to see a therapist after this, but um yeah, I, I I forgot even what I was going to say because I'm so focused on this list and I'm, you know, I, I think I suffer from everything of that. But what I was going to say was like, I think people just need to be more kind to everybody. You don't know what the other person is going through. And whether you work in a customer service, you know, job or you work, you know, indirect with people, you don't know what that other person are, uh, on the other line of the phone or uh other uh, line of the internet it's going through you know so i just think like people should just be kind to one another you know i think that would make people happier and you know not don't don't be such an asshole at work you know i think you hit the nail on the head and i think that's a good like kind of wrapping point um to start wrapping things up because you're absolutely right we don't know what's going on with people and i think that um that also played a big part uh in and what I was feeling at work and, you know, what I feel sometimes at work, because, you know, I'll, I'll be straight honest, you know, with our listeners, with you, you know, sometimes I miss, you know, my old town. I miss my old apartment and, you know, I miss my, I miss being able to go out with my friends that were always so close or be able to walk across the street and be at my mom's house. And, you know, moving to Orlando was definitely a big change for me. I'm enjoying it 100%, but I also 
really was taking out of my element and it wasn't be- it was for my own i mean it was my own decision it was nobody forced me to do this but you know I could, because i was following my dreams but at the same time i feel like so much change has gotten to me and you know when you're at work sometimes and there ain't shit to do or you just don't feel like doing shit a lot of things just come into your head and you you know you think about everything that was and you know that's probably not going to happen again um it, it gets to you so be kind to the be kind to the people around you be kind to you know yourself and that's that's another thing be kind to yourself you know what i mean sometimes we are the hardest people to ourselves you know we criticize ourselves so hard especially i do you know what i mean and um and i know listeners out there do the same thing i'm sure you do that too jose and you know we um we are so hard on ourselves and we don't give ourselves some slack and um we just have to start really doing that for our own sake for our mental health um you know stop comparing yourself you know be you and and be happy the pot cutting the cuddle back i mean because you do it a lot but you know with that being said i think do you you know you, you do say a lot of things about you moving here and things like that do you regret the move i don't regret the move i think this was a change that i needed i think that i'm a creature of habit i don't think i know that i'm a creature of habit and you know i think that um that all this change all this you know had at at one point it's just going to get to me. And I mean, I think that it had started already happening. And, you know, like I said, I just miss my, my old home. You know what I mean? I wasn't in, in my old apartment for a lot of years. You know what I mean? It wasn't the best apartment, but it was something that I called home and, um, and I was happy with, and I could afford. And, you know, like I said, I was like right across the street from my mom. And I think that just takes the biggest toll on me, not being as close with my mom as I was before. And, you know, being able to talk about everything like I used to, I feel that now we're in a situation that every time me and my mom are together, there's 20 other people together. So there's really, we, me and my mom can never really have a one-on-one, even, you know, even on the phone or, you know, sometimes, you know, definitely not in person, but, you know, before me and my mom could have one-on-ones all the time. And, you know, like I would be able to tell her stuff, you know what I mean? Like without having to hold back. Now I have to hold back because, you know, there's a thousand people. I'm sorry. I'll just stay home next time when when you come over. (laughs) No, and I'm not saying it to you, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I don't want to venture off too much off of workplace depression, but, you know, I'm just saying, you know, things like that, I think, have taken a toll on me and the easiest place to like take them to like be like, okay, I hate this place is work. You know what I mean? Because I, I love the house um, and I love being here. And, you know, if I could be here 24 seven, I'm pretty sure I would be here at my house 24 seven. But, you know, when I have to go to work and deal with people and, you know, like their comments and shit like that, I think that's what, what really gets to me and to, to all the listeners. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I think, you know, the body reacts differently when there's a lot of change happening, you know, there's a lot of change you know, personally for me, you know, it's my first time moving out of my parents' house, you know, moving with somebody else. My first time moving out of where I lived because my previous house, you know, I lived in a house and I live in an apartment. I lived in the house for like 10 years. You know, it's, I changed jobs. I changed this. So there's a lot, you know, then getting to a relationship, moving in together, you know, there's a lot of factors that do affect that. And I, I mean, I don't suffer from workplace depression, 
but I do suffer from depression. You know, I think it's, and then, and I think that everybody suffers from a little bit of type of depression, uh, whether you're, you know, you have mood swings, whatever you, the case may be for you, but there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days. I think that we just need to remember that and just stay focused and work on ourselves, be kind. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you look at it from the other side, it's not as bad as you think it is. You know, we all need to stop getting dressed for a war that's not happening. You know, this stress that you're having at work, you know, you're getting paid well, you're at a great position, you don't have a lot of work like you did at your previous shop. There's a lot of positive things about it. There's a lot of, there's some negative things, but the, I'm sure the positive overcomes the the negative and i think that we that's what we need to to focus on and I, and this is the part cutting the cuddle break because i am always like so you know i'm very, I'm, not, I'm the opposite i don't look at those uh, at those things so and, and i agree so yeah that's th those are my points on, on that well let's go ahead and end the show with those points those are great points you know i agree with you um i feel that everyone listens to this podcast you know let's be kind today let's be kind to our co-workers today let's be kind to ourselves today let's be kind to anyone that we encounter with today let that be um the lasting lesson of this podcast for today and you know with that said appreciate you for listening any lasting comments jose like fergie said where's the love <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks guys and we hope you have a good day mm -hmm.